0: We have many scripture texts as the uh, basis for today's message. In fact, that's what's going to be on the screens. If you get a pen or pencil ready, you can write them down or I can email them to you. But it does begin at the beginning where it says the spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters in Christ's name. Today's sermon title you see in the bulletin or on the screen Spirit Water. And like you, I thought, and indeed intended for you, maybe to think, okay, he's going to preach about alcohol. And I have in the past preached about alcohol, spirit water, if you will, not only the dangers of its abuse, which are all through Scripture and that needs to be proclaimed, but also its benefits. I often quote the psalm that God makes wine that gladdens man's heart. That comes from God in moderation, of course. But that's not the topic of today's sermon at all. Although, what the Spirit does is contrasted to being drunk on wine. We we need this instead. Spirit water, and again, it starts with Genesis chapter 1. We see in the beginning the Spirit connected with Water waters, the primordial soup, if you will, before God spoke and ordered all things. That's how it's pictured. Probably beyond our understanding, but the Spirit is connected with waters and all through Scripture. And it's important. I forgot my opening announcements today. I hope I don't ignite, but I'll include them here. I was going to spend a few minutes just talking about what we have seen in the news again, things that blow our minds as for the first time, not only in our generation, but many generations, there was a breach of the US Capitol. And it's nothing any of us have ever seen or even perhaps imagined And we're trying to make sense of things. Peoples on both sides of issues are seeing extreme views manifested and and things done in the name of values they they, they hold that are contrary to those values. And we think, what is going on in this world? And, friend, it will continue and get worse until the end. I do want you to look at today's theme paragraph, if not now when you get home. We we want God, and specifically, we want the Holy Spirit in our lives, making sense of the chaos. Where do you find this Spirit forgiving your sins? because you've looked everywhere else for an answer for sin? Giving you strength and peace to endure all this. Indeed, to summon you in calling and lead you in mission as you go forth from this place. Where do you find that spirit? And something that's sure and certain, surely in the word, but today, a little nuance to that. In the visible word, as we Lutherans often call baptism and Holy Communion, especially baptism today, in the waters, there is the Spirit. Indeed, bringing all the gifts love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, faithfulness, gentleness, self control the forgiveness of sins, real life in the face of this world's death and eternal rescue and salvation and the glory and bliss, indeed, of Jesus Christ in Baptism. Today's a day to celebrate baptism. If you don't know the date of your baptism, mark the second Sunday after the epiphany every year as your date. It's a movable feast, so it'll be on different days. But many people do that, and I want you to mark your baptism today. As there is a confirmation today, you will hear the baptism promises. And although you're not invited to speak with The confirmed, you can whisper, speak your own promises again. Indeed, every day, every morning, because that's where the Spirit is. Again, Scripture is clear. Old Testament, new. The Spirit of Christ is found in the waters. The Spirit is in the Psalms. Psalm 33 has a couple of verses that say, The word of the Lord of Yahweh, by that word the heavens were made, and by the breath of his mouth, that is the word for spirit there, by the spirit that comes from his mouth, all their host, he gathers the waters of the sea as a heap. He puts the deep in storehouses. The spirit is there ordering the water. Today's psalm we used as the intro It, the voice of Yahweh is over the waters. Indeed, there you can find him. The great I am your God and Savior in the waters. One more verse from the Old Testament, Ezekiel 33. Speaking to people very much. In a situation like ours where their land had been destroyed and things were chaotic and they thought perhaps without a future God promises to them his spirit in their hearts and for life I will give you a new heart Ezekiel 36 says And put a new spirit within you I will remove the heart of stone from your flesh and give you a heart of flesh I will put my spirit within you and will cause you to walk in my statutes indeed I will dwell in the land for you the spirit comes indeed Earlier as I sprinkle clean water on you and you are clean from all your uncleanliness The spirit comes to wash away their sins and to wash away their fears and to wash away the evils and Ultimately, of course, we see that in the celebration for today Jesus' baptism. Mark chapter 1. A couple of connections of the Spirit with baptism. The words of John I have baptized you with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. That's not really a contrast there. In fact, it can be translated as a conjunction. I have baptized you with water, and there's more to come than just John's baptism. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. And indeed, that Spirit came to Jesus in the waters. It says, when he came up out of the water, the heavens opened and the Spirit descended on him like a dove. I must tell you that as I read that verse, similar verses from Matthew, I think, I think of my son, Joseph, who when he was just a tyke, maybe six, seven years old, in a church I served, saw the new stained glass windows purchased with a big capital campaign, thousands and thousands of dollars they cost, thanks to special offerings and donations. And he looked at one depicting the baptism of Jesus as Jesus was in the Jordan River and the Holy Spirit was coming down on him and I was so proud of him and so frustrated with him because he said, Dad, the Bible says that the Spirit came upon him when he came up out of the waters. I said, Shh, Joseph, don't mention that to anyone (laughs) because there's no way to replace that valuable window. And it can be construed as he rose up out of the Jordan River, perhaps still in it. But it's connected with the waters, the Holy Spirit, for sure. And Jesus said that in John chapter 3, talking to a religious leader who should have known, Jesus said, unless a man is born of water and the Spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. That's how we are connected with God, through the waters of baptism by the Spirit. And it continues to be clear in the book of Acts, the first Pentecost. 3,000 baptized. Do you remember what Peter said to the crowd? As they were moved to repentance searching for a solution to their sin, indeed causing the death of God's own Son, the Holy One. He said, repent and be baptized for the forgiveness of sins in the name of Jesus, and you shall receive the Holy Spirit in their baptism. The Spirit with all his gifts. You too. Here is your answer in a visible, tangible way. Later in the book of Acts, there are two stories I won't detail here where the Spirit is explicitly connected with baptism. Acts chapter 10, you may know the apostle Peter visiting with a Roman centurion named Cornelius as he preached. And the word of God had its effect. The Holy Spirit fell upon them. That may be a phrase to emphasize the outward effects of the Holy Spirit, maybe speaking in tongues and other things. And Peter immediately said, Who can prevent them from being baptized? We got to get water connected here. And even more explicit in Acts chapter 19, the Apostle Paul comes to Ephesus, <laughs> finds people who say they follow Christ, Christians, but do not know about the Holy Spirit. His first question. In what baptism were you baptized? He goes first to the waters. Let's look at the waters. They only knew the baptism of John, not Jesus' command, in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. They were baptized and the Holy Spirit came upon them. And one final verse, which you will sing in just a minute and heard earlier, 1 John 5, 7 and 8. Not in the King James Version, by the way, because the King James Version has a very technical problem here. I won't discuss. They had a bad Greek manuscript. But in almost every other translation, it says, there are three that testify, the spirit and the water and the blood. These three agree. You need assurance this week, maybe in some special ways, always in your life of God's presence. Your baptism connects you to Jesus Christ. He came to that Jordan River not because he needed forgiveness of sins, but to work yours. In Matthew's Gospel, he said, it is to fulfill all righteousness, to do everything the people, you and I are to do. He started eight days old, we see, with his circumcision, continued all the way to the cross, and then emerged victorious on Easter to say, you have my righteousness. It is yours. Not seen in this world, or maybe even in your own heart, but held in the water. Martin Luther, it is said, maybe not verified, a number of times when beset, I think I've shared this with uh, doubts about the Lutheran Reformation, what he was doing, fears because of severe threats. Even the temptations of Satan, he would shout at the devil and, and the world and his own weakness but i am baptized i don't know the answers to covid-19 i don't know the answers to the social and political issues we're facing but i do know this i'm a child of god cuz i've been baptized i encourage you to go home and get your baptism certificate out If they're still with us, contacting those who are at your baptism. Call the church in which you were baptized. Get the date. If not, mark this Sunday each year. There is one issue that frustrates me in this pandemic. And that is that we, in so many ministerial ways, have to keep distance happened to me yesterday in a hospital room where I apologized to someone in the bed to say, normally I'd hold your hand as I pray, but I, I want to keep you safe. Stood at a distance. That touch is so important. I did get permission from our um uh, and our new member to touch today, but so often we can't. There's another time as a pastor I've emphasized this, and we can't do it now, but so often, as I've done today, I always do on Ash Wednesday, I actually fill the font with water. And I've encouraged people in more healthy times to actually remember their baptism, maybe making the sign of the cross. In a sense, feeling the grace of God, forgiving your sins, refreshing your soul, strengthening you there is a picture on the screens you probably have never seen unless you have looked at my computer <laughs> and there it is one of the screen savers you won't find that picture on the internet because it was taken by my daughter Anybody know what waterfall that is? It's here in the United States. Yellowstone Falls on the Yellowstone River looking kind of west towards it. Hannah took that picture. Actually just previous to that we were down there at the base of the falls. You can hike down some wet staircases. You feel the spray and you hear the sound of that waterfall. Niagara is the same, right? almost have to shout in someone's ear to be heard. It drowns out everything else. I don't know if you noticed in Psalm 29 what it says about the Spirit God working through the waters. The voice of Yahweh is over waters. The God of glory thunders in your baptism. You are forgiven. You are mine forever. Yahweh over many waters. Amen.